0: Hello everyone, welcome to Glitters of Life, the motivational podcast. I am your host Rohit and in this episode, I am in conversation with Jill Diamond. She is a seasoned communication coach with a specialization in working with international professionals. She lives between New York City and Brazil. Her executive experience, background in the performance arts and keen interest in people allow Jill to help professionals communication in English with precision, passion and impact. Today we are going to talk about interesting aspects of her professional and personal journey. So tune into the episode to find out more. Hello Jill, welcome to the show. It is a pleasure hosting you.
1: Oh, thank you so much Rahit for having me. I'm excited to be with you.
0: Thank you so much. So Jill, to begin with, I would like to know about you in a brief.
1: Oh, well... That's always a fun question. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> I would say that I, I live between New York City and Brazil. My husband's Brazilian, so I'm back and forth between the two countries. And my life has been pretty full and pretty rich. I am a communication skills coach, and I help particularly international professionals who speak English as a foreign language. I help them with their communication skills. And I've been doing that for more than 25 years. And the other thing I can say is I would consider myself to be rather enthusiastic and positive person.
0: Great, well, so good to know about you personally and professionally. Now this sets the perfect tone for our episode. So moving ahead, can you describe or outline your typical day, Jill?
1: Sure, uh, as I mentioned, I do live between two countries and it varies dramatically, as you can imagine. Uh, being in New York City, for example, it's uh, the day is very, very, very focused on work. Hmm. And of course I love to work, so that works for me. Yeah. I uh, get up in the morning and a and, uh, combination of working from home and doing online training, which I've been doing for years or running out and getting to a corporate client's office as fast as I can mm-hmm. uh, to, to work out in New York. And, and then in contrast to that, when I'm in Brazil, I also, because I love to work so much, I, I, during the work week, I'm getting up, I'm having breakfast. I might start by doing a little gardening, uh, but then I, again, I, I come down to my office and I, and I spend the day doing training, and marketing and whatever it is I need to do. So I would say, regardless of which country I'm in, the typical day really involves a lot of work. And, uh, and then when I'm in Brazil, I get a lot of access to nature. And, and so I'm, I include that in my life here.
0: Amazing, like pretty occupied schedule, I must say. And that's good, like it helps us to be a productive
1: person. Absolutely. We need that, right? And exactly. I think in New York, because of the lifestyle in the city, you forget and you don't even see the sky. So you you kind of get a little closed. Yes. Uh, but but uh, in Brazil, I would say my life is much more open in that way.
0: We all need that me time. Yes. Great. Great to know. And like uh, one question which tends everyone to know about a person is like, how was your early life?
1: Oh, yeah. I thought that was an interesting question. You know, I grew up in a very happy family i have one brother i have i grew up with my mother and father and then we had an extended small family with one aunt and my grandparents and and we we did everything together i would say that my early life was very family oriented Mm. everything revolved around the family whether it was sunday afternoon watching football or everybody getting together for a meal, celebrating birthdays. I mean, it was really very focused on, on family. And, but my family, my mother and father, they, they really encouraged me to do the things I loved to do. Mm-hmm. And I think for that, I was very fortunate. You know, they taught me to work hard, but they also taught me do the things that you love. And I did, I, from a very young age, I, I studied singing and acting and performing, which was my passion and, went on to to college to study that as well so uh, i would say my early life i was very fortunate
0: great i see like and early life is always uh, always sets a great example like it indeed is a great pleasure to know about this and really if even if we had some hard time we always grow as a better person with all these experiences so it is all what that matters in life
1: yes great. absolutely we yeah we only we grow right more from the the hard times than the true. easy times
0: very true yeah. until uh, they always say that motivation or inspiration is temporary, temporary to start with anything new. So my question is like, how and what did you start with to grow as a person or a better person?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I mentioned that I had a passion for the arts. And I think that for me, I was so inspired by people who could express themselves well and through the arts, whether it was singing or acting, those were the two areas that I was so passionate about. And so I took a lot of classes and it's interesting because you know, people think, oh, well, I mean, so how does that help you grow as a person? <laughs> it's amazing how it helps you grow as a person right. because you expose yourself on stage. You have to feel comfortable with who you are at least in that moment. And so you learn a lot about your fears. You learn a lot about overcoming your fears and you learn how to, I guess, bring your your best self forward. Mm -hmm. And so I was very inspired and motivated by people like Barbara Streisand, for example. She was one of my all-time favorites when I was young. And, And just to see the passion that somebody can have was something that I was always striving towards.
0: Mm-hmm. So apt. Like, uh, as I can say, like starting or taking actions, being the kind of person we are and accomplishing our goals is so important. I really appreciate the way you have transformed yourself and doing great with the life. Oh, thank you. So, Jill, uh, why did you feel the need to change your profession? Was there any particular reason? Or was that your passion drive you to more closer kind of a profession?
1: That's interesting. So from the singing and the acting to becoming a coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you know, for me, uh, as I said, I was, uh, my family always encouraged me to do what I wanted to do. But at the same time, you know, they wanted to make sure that I was financially in a profession that was secure. Now I pushed against that for many years because that wasn't my goal. My goal was to, to really continue to go after my dreams uh, but what I realized soon in my, in my early years of working was that I really didn't wanna be a performer because what I wanted to do was I wanted to help people find their own self-expression.
0: Right. And
1: so I, what, I, what, I, what I did was I said, well, let me, let me go through my education, which I did. I got a master's degree in the creative arts and learning. And mm-hmm. through that degree, I was able to use everything that I had learned about singing and acting. And I I created tools to help other people become communicative, self-expressive. And so I guess I just, it took me a while to discover that there was another way to use my passion. And so it was really my desire to help other people that got me into my coaching.
0: I agree. Like, and one should feel happy in the kind of profession they are. And you said it right. Like the work satisfaction, the satisfaction of uh, earning, it should be all balanced one. Yes. Great.
1: Absolutely. And you and I think as a young age, you don't always know, <laughs> not just what you can do, yes. but what, what you're going to really excel at.
0: Exactly. And uh, passion will always help you to achieve whatever you want to at any given point of day. So passion doesn't go like, it it is not a wasted opportunity. It always stays with you. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Uh, Angel, have you been through any unwanted circumstances in your life? Like, how did you manage to deal with them?
1: Yeah, that's a, you know, that's an important question. You know, we're talking about that you grow from those unwanted circumstances. Right. And for me, certainly I had unwanted circumstances in my childhood with friendships that didn't work out later in life with boyfriends that didn't work out and then later in life with business, with business partners or with clients or certain moments where things weren't going exactly the way I wanted. I would say that the way that I managed all of those moments was to go inside mm-hmm. and and to to ask myself questions. And one of the things that I really have always loved to do from a young age is to write and to keep a journal and to write poetry. And I think in all of those unwanted circumstances, my go-to place was inside, go to myself and take a pen and take a paper and just write, just just get it out of my head and stop worrying and, and, and use it as a moment to uh, create, if you will.
0: Right more power to you Jill and that's the true spirit and you're bold enough and powerful to handle all this like you have seen in all these three difficult situations even professionally yes. even with like personal life so that sets yes. an example like how one should deal with all these uh un- unwanted circumstances good to know
1: mm-hmm.
0: and yes. Jill, uh, the next question is very cold to your heart how would you define power precision and clarity
1: yeah that's good right so I think precision, I like to start there. Precision is really about developing skills in whatever whatever your passion is, whatever your career is. The more skills you have, the more precise you become Mm -hmm. in, in performing those skills. So I think precision is about educating ourselves and developing ourselves. And then power comes out of that. Because the, the more we know, the more we can apply what we know. And when we apply that, we feel powerful. We feel like an authority in a positive way. Oh, I'm making an impact. I'm helping other people through that precision. I feel powerful. So let me, I, I reach, I, I give to the world. That's power. And, it, and then clarity is, is really a state of mind that we get. You know, we become clear through right. again educating ourselves, being skillful, testing it out, and saying, "Is this is this where we want to be? Are we clear? Are we present? Do we feel like we're contributing?" So I think that th- those words are. Uh, there's, we could talk about each of those words uh, mm-hmm. a lot, but if I can just add, because I'm in the field of communication skills, it's important to to build your skills as a speaker and and then to to feel through trial and error right so you keep communicating and sometimes it's good and sometimes it's not but you build that power and that clarity through your skills
0: great like this is truly truly amazing jill i hope listeners will find this of great value like uh, mm. it has given me a new insight like how one must look at the things uh, a new region, a new Uh, perception. This is truly amazing. Angela, when you are into a professional field where you help people in accent training and all kinds of things, how do you generate new ideas for every individual to help them reach greater heights?
1: You know, Rohit, I, I don't think it's always about generating new ideas as much as it is about approaching each individual in a unique way. So, for example, my methodology has been very specific for more than 20 years oh and so so in other words hey this is my methodology these are the key speaking tools and so those ideas i wouldn't say necessarily transform as much as how i introduce them to each individual because some people are a little more skeptical than others or they might not necessarily have as much confidence as somebody else and so you have to approach each situation by staying alert to the responses that you're getting from people. How are they, what kind of questions are being asked of you? And then sometimes you go slower, sometimes you go faster and helping people to reach their goals. But the idea is that what I have to offer, those ideas are, are, are solid in my mind and then of course you know i read and i i develop myself and every time i develop myself i can bring in new angles new ways of thinking about rhythm or melody or or pausing whatever it is that i'm working on i i can bring in new resources if you will
0: great like a well so uh power of your thoughts is remarkable and now i understand how the clarity of thoughts run into your mind and people oh, should learn good. a lot from this strategy and the way you approach people and help them out yes so, you have to look- yes uh Jill, moving ahead next question is quite difficult one and a very hard one to understand and not everyone can know like the gravity of this question is market different for women like what's the importance of content creation in your life Being a woman. Being a
1: woman. Yeah. Well, you know, look, I was, I I am, I have never been the type of person who looks at somebody and says, oh, he's a man, he's a woman, he's, uh, you know, he's white or he's African-American. Like Mm -hmm. I've always been inclusive in the way that I think. And for that reason, I personally, have not experienced that the market is different for women, but I know that it is. (laughs) I know (laughs) that it is. So I'm, I'm no dummy, you know, but, uh, but, but I think part of what I want to say about this is that it, it is important to create and recreate yourself by exploring what it is that you're excited about. What mm-hmm. excites you in life you need to go after, whether you're a man or whether you're a woman. I mean, we've seen right. important women come out of countries where women are truly oppressed. We've seen that. Right. And, and so I think that it's, it's about your drive. It's about your passion. It's about your clarity. And of course, it's about your resilience and your ability to push back against the resistance so that you can get your voice heard and I know it's not easy everywhere to do right. that but I but but as I said we've seen people you know like Malala we've mm-hmm. seen women from all over the world uh, rise up and out whether it whether it's with micro loans you know there, there are opportunities out there for uh, women to create and to to, to right. bring their authentic and unique self to the world.
0: Yeah, and we almost use our power wisely. Like we have seen, like yesterday, it was International Women's Day. We have seen a lot of posts about it, people talking about like women are these and that. Same goes with the men. But we almost mm-hmm. understand like not a particular day is enough. We almost try to achieve that equality, push our limits higher and higher, and reach and respect everyone at par. So that's what I mm-hmm. expect from everyone out there.
1: Yes. Great. Nice.
0: Yeah. And like Ajil, we see many people lack in English communication. So what's the formula that you would suggest to diminish that fear to excel in English speaking?
1: Yeah, thank you. Thanks for that question. Well, I think that there's two different things here. One is either lacking access to English education or, and feeling the fear associated with speaking the language, especially if you don't live in an English speaking country. So to address the the educational piece, I think that if you are a person who wants to build your English skills, there are tons of apps out there. You simply need access to the internet. So whether it is a uh, Hello English or a Duolingo, or Abusu, all of these apps, you can just Google mm-hmm. you know, free English learning apps, the opportunity to develop your skills are there, number one. And then of course, there are groups out there. There are groups out there for you to build your, your confidence, if you will. So if we talk about the fear associated with speaking, Mm-hmm. In many countries, I think people learn how to write the language. They learn how to understand the right. language, but they lack the opportunity to speak, right? Is that, right. would you say that that's true?
0: Yes, uh, same goes with uh, the kind of country we live in. Uh, we never had an access to like speaking until our the 10th grade.
1: So what is the access to the internet?
0: Uh, the access to internet is good, quite a good since like uh, 2014. Earlier, it was quite cost- costly. And most of the population is the middle-class population. So it really becomes difficult for everyone to consume internet, but things are pretty good now. Uh, We have a decent access to internet right now. So things are improving day by day.
1: So if that's the case, I would say that you have a few opportunities. You know, I was just Googling uh, English language apps and there are apps out there, not just to learn the language, but to be amongst a community of people who are learning the language where you can either find a buddy to talk to or or a group to talk to. So, So there are specific English learning apps out there of communities of people, but also one of my favorite places I send people is to Toastmasters International. And I think Toastmasters International, today they have a lot of online uh, communities for Toastmasters.
0: Mm So,
1: you know, you can look for an English-speaking Toastmasters group and the Toastmasters is, is all about speaking. It's not about, right. it's about, okay, I know the language, I have the grammar, I have the vocabulary, now let me be the person who's gonna give a short presentation this week, or let me join Toastmasters to have a group conversation. So there are apps out there that I wanna recommend that will help you to diminish your fear of speaking the language.
0: Sure. sure great. And what I have experienced is like uh, due to the cultural diversity, the families in India are quite strict Uh, in a sense, like uh, we don't get easy access to mobile phones or tablets or computers. Uh, Now the things are changing. But earlier days when I was in my school days, like we never had an access to mobile phone until I went Uh for my higher education. So, and most of the population lives in rural area. So that's one problem which persists still. Like uh, they are yes. not more uh, accessible to English speaking, as you said earlier.
1: Well, if that's the case, I would say walk around in your rural community and find that other person who's passionate about English and challenge each other. Get together once a once a week for 30 minutes and just challenge each other, ask a simple question and answer just to get a chance to speak out loud right.
0: with somebody. Uh, people uh, care more about mistakes rather than improving those mistakes. So that's the right. one thing uh, people need to improve on. Uh, yeah, we doing... can't
1: we can't be focused. We can't be focused on right. the mistake. We have to be focused on the communication, exactly. the communicate. And I just if I can say, you know, being perfect in a, a second language is not the goal. The goal is to communicate in a second language. And I know that I speak Portuguese as a second language and I know that it's not easy. So, so learning to change your mind, change your thinking. Don't be perfect, focus on communicating.
0: That's a pro tip, Jill. Okay, so moving on to our last question, like your biggest and greatest takeaway from life and how would you define letters of life?
1: Wow. (laughs) Right, so tomorrow the answer might be different, but uh, let's see. So I would say one of my biggest and greatest takeaways from life is recalling the precious moments of my life as often as I can, because it's easy to focus on the pain and the worry, but to recall and remember a special moment with my grandmother, to recall and remember uh, a trip I took with my husband, to recall special moments and to kind of see them and visualize them, it helps us to feel alive and to bring that joy that I was saying in the beginning of our call that I feel as a human being. And if I had to say, what is a, uh, glitter of life, or how can I define yeah. the gl- a glitter of life, you have to really live without regret and remember that it's every moment that makes us who we are. And if we, and if we are, in fact, each of us a star, like the stars that live in the sky, then everything that we do, everyone we meet and every experience we have helps us to shine So we cannot live with regret. We have to live looking forward.
0: This was like so peaceful, like, uh, thank you. (laughs) I must thank you for this kind of answer you have given. It's truly amazing. I will uh, listen Uh, to this uh, piece of content again and again, for sure.
1: Oh, well, it's my pleasure to have this kind of conversation. I would stop anything I was doing to be able to talk deeply about life.
0: Right, right. So this was all from this episode and it was a really kind of a valuable, too much uh, of experiences which you have shared and it have given me a great uh, opportunity to do well in my life, to know more about like how we can grow as a person. And surely this episode gonna spread a lot of value to the listeners.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you for finding me and asking me to join you.
0: It was my pleasure. Thank you, thank you so much.
1: Have a wonderful afternoon
0: wish you the same. Bye-bye. Take care. Stay happy and stay healthy.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to the entire piece of episode and I'm sure that you have taken out all value through this episode. I'll be coming up with the new and exciting episode very soon. Till then, stay happy, stay healthy, take care. Bye-bye.